everyone, and welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games you can take with you. I'm your host, Chase Kenneke. Today's show is on E3 2014, and I have two guests this time, two uh, two series regulars, if you will. Matt Jaguer. Hey. And Zach Fleeman. Creole, hey. Yeah. Last time we had, uh, we had uh, all these people together uh, was the uh, award show, which was uh, a while ago, but uh, yeah, I got him back on. Um Gentlemen, how much of E3 2014 did you uh, did you watch? Watched the Sony Sony conference a whole bunch. Yeah, just sat down. They, I had tickets to that theater thing that they were doing, but I didn't go because I didn't I didn't want to hang out with people that would go to a Sony press conference in a theater. That's, that's probably smart. <laughs> I, I heard you were supposed to get like some free stuff if you if you went, but yeah, I, I, like, I never uh, heard what it was. Five bucks or something like that for the PSN store. And oh, then, really? I don't know, probably something else. Mm. That's that's pretty cool. But I, I watched that, and then I listened to the Nintendo Direct at work. Okay. That's all. That's all I saw. Oh, that was a visual one. You should have watched that, because I saw the Nintendo one, uh, EA's, and then caught up on Sony's and uh, Microsoft's. Kind of kind of skipped Ubi, Ubisoft, and mm-hmm. uh, just, yeah, pretty much bits and pieces when I could. Yeah, I ended up watching all of them um, in, in some capacity or another. Um, yeah. Some some of them I had to rewatch because uh, I I missed parts of it when I was at work or um, at lunch. But uh, hey, who's who's your uh, puppy friend? I'm sorry, those are the dogs breeding <laughs> people. Uh, that's totally fine. Um, so yeah, I mean there were there were some pretty cool things. Um, I I thought it was a really good E3 for a show that um, you know we're coming one year after these consoles have. Uh, kind of launched and been announced. That was all what last E3 was, was Xbox One versus PS4. But uh, but this one, I think all of the all of them really focused more on games than, than usual. Sony, a, a little bit less. They, they kind of threw in that PlayStation TV stuff, which we'll talk about a little bit later, and, uh, and had some other things they wanted to show too. But Microsoft was all about the games. Nintendo was, was pretty game-focused. And uh, and I think a lot of Sony's had had a good focus on the games, and and there were a lot of really good ones. Yeah, a lot of really good ones that are all going to come out 2015, 2016. Yeah, definitely. Not not a whole lot looking on the horizon, unless you like. Um, I guess uh, Dragon Age will come out soon this year, mm-hmm. and a couple other small games. Uh, well, they said the Mario Maker isn't coming out until next year, which I find a little hard to believe, but still, I guess there's more to add to it. Yeah, I hope. I'm I'm actually glad to hear that is not coming out this year. I, I think the well, more I, time but, you can give it, the more stuff you can throw in, that'd be great. What I heard from, like, impressions, uh, I think, was it Patrick Klepek on Giant Bomb? He mm-hmm. was saying that the Switch, the, you can look at, it's basically a Mario game that you can create Mario levels, basically. And uh, what I heard from Jeff Gersman and Patrick Klepek is that it's pretty much all Super Mario Brothers, like the original NES-style physics even though you can palette swap the two uh, right. not a deal breaker but then you can't use warp pipes at least yet so hopefully that's something that if they're taking a year to do then uh, hope to damn they put that in Jeez. yeah i have to imagine that's just like a vertical slice for the demo of you know here we're only letting you play with certain things and and we're going to get to a part where where you can do longer levels or, or multiple levels that you can string in like a playlist and i in I can think of all the really easy things to make that game awesome, 
the question is how many will Nintendo actually implement? Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's a question nobody knows the answer to. Still, I was surprised when I saw the leak. I'm like, are they really doing that, or this is fake? And so it could go either way. And uh, it sounded so fake. It sounded so it fake. I couldn't believe it when they announced it. That was really neat. <laughs> It, it so, just sounds like too good of an idea for Nintendo. I'm like, they'd never do that, but right. maybe. And that being said, I mean, I'm really excited for that game, but I know I'll have to follow a blog or something that chooses really good levels that you have to pick because I know there's going to be so much that you have to filter through. Not because there's going to be low content Mario levels, but some are just going to be impossible stuff that I don't want to tackle, like a Kaizo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, but it, I, I'm so happy they announced that, and it just reinforced me that, you know, oh, there's good games coming to my Wii U and 3DS, and I like this yeah. environment, and I like Nintendo being Nintendo. It's all good. But, Zach, you're more excited about the other Mario Maker, uh, Little Big Planet 3. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> with the, the game of the year got announced oh, at gross. Sony's press conference, so, I mean, what else can anybody do? But not, It's not even being made by Media Molecule. Well, neither was the Vita oh, no? one, and that's oh. the best one, in my opinion. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Vita, Little Big Planet's great. I've, I've only played the PSP one for the, for the handhelds. That's the one I haven't played. But yeah, the Vita Little Big Planet was fantastic okay. and I don't know, I feel like the groundwork is laid there for give that give that IP to a creative person and they can do whatever they want with it and not really screw it up. Sure. Yeah, That's, I I mean I was I was it's nice to hear that all of your previous little big planet levels that you've made in one and two are, are compatible in three. That that's that sounds nice, but ah, I just really don't get those physics. Do you want to go into a little bit more? Because you and I were chatting on Twitter a little bit about it, and you you were kind of telling me that I didn't get it, and I was some square. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think only losers don't get it, but okay. I'll try to explain it. All right. No, um, I can easily see. I mean, I'm a huge platformer fan. I love Mega Man. I love this Mario stuff that happens every once in a while. But um, Little Big Planet is something completely different. Where if the part the part that gets me is like, oh, I'm going to jump to that other ledge, grab onto something, swing with this odd sock physics that I don't, I, uh, I don't either understand, but it's just wrapped up in this nice kind of toy atmosphere. So I mean, I go into a little big planet. I think a lot of people do that really like the series go into those games, not wanting those tight controls. No, not, not, not wanting them, but not expecting them. And they kind of see through the game part and more into just the pure weird joy that you can experience with them. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I don't need it to be Mario. I just need it to be tighter than it is because it, it. There are parts in it where I've I've played and I just I keep missing jumps or I I keep missing the grab of something that I need to swing across and I just get frustrated and think why why couldn't this just be a little bit tighter? But uh, for those reasons, it's why I can't play it with. I, I can't introduce that game to anybody other than people that have been following PlayStation for a while. Sure. Like, it's this it's this kid-friendly uh, atmosphere and game just that uses poor controls to, you know, it alienates people as soon as they, you know, jump into it. Right. And, and also, yeah. you have to play it on with a DualShock, and that's the worst. Yeah, it's a Aww. lot of... <laughs> Uh, I I heard the DualShock 4 is so much better, and, and I actually ended up pre-ordering that white PS4 with destiny because i'm a the whore. glacier wii u i yeah yes yes the la times glacier wii u um uh, uh or nintendo's playstation 4 rather yeah now, now but, uh, every year i hear that e3 matters to the general public but did you guys like see anything outside of 
gaming blogs and gaming sites uh, or podcasts concerning E3? I mean, other, other than like, I, I mean, I don't read USA Today. I don't read the LA Times. But, but I'm sure you you browse, you channel surf, and sometimes you pass MSNBC, uh, NMNBC, or uh, any like Fox Business or something like that. Because I've caught them talking about right. three for like five minutes. Uh, NPR here and now talked about it for five minutes, although they talked mainly how there were less women in the, uh, in like video games, basically. Yeah, that seemed to be Polygon the thing article. this year. I I, I don't have. Uh, it's not it's not that it's not true but it's you know why wasn't this discussed as much last year like last year was oh god there's a gun and everything and in this this year it's well, still a gun where are the women yeah i i don't know i it feels like people just decide you know what are we going to get pissed off about this year and let's make that a big deal and and i'm not saying it's not a big deal i'm just wondering why it has Something has to be a big deal every E3. And yeah, just yeah. Seemed, uh, it's just bad. you know, it's. I guess they're trying to be aware there's a larger audience. Uh, but yeah, mm. I kind of just come for the games, and if there's a bunch of social issues, I'm like, well, yeah, you have to definitely improve upon those. I mean, didn't 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 uh, that French? Oh. Oh no. French something. Probably Ubisoft, say, Assassin's Creed yeah. Unity. Yeah, probably going to say something <laughs> about Unity, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, the less said about that, the better. They totally, totally flubbed that one up. Yeah, I, I thought that looked super. That trailer looked super hot, um, and and I have not cared about Assassin's Creed for a long time. Um, okay, now we have officially lost Zach, <laughs> which I guess means we can wait. Wait, Zach, are you back? Hey, hey, I'm back. Oh, he's uh, back. What the hell? I don't know. For good internet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> um, it's all right. We're, we're just going to roll with it because um, we were chatting yeah. about what you were possibly talking about, which was probably Assassin's Creed Unity? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hooray for yeah, context. Yeah, it was hard please. to escape it this year. I mean, you know, when the, you know, the, these are important issues and uh, they should definitely be talked about. It's just, it's yeah. It seems like it just has to be something that has to be talked about every year. Yeah, and, but who knows? And it's I, an exciting I, new world. It was just amazing to me how how little the the gun stuff came up this year. I mean, it still uh, came up a little bit, but it how was more about decapitation though? Not that's sword, true. There so. was so much of the decapitation and violence, which you know, I guess came from Mortal Kombat and Assassin's Creed. I mean, technically, even Nintendo had a shooter, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, somebody crazy. I guess Polygon did something that was like some you know count up the number of thing the number of people or animals that were killed, and I think yeah, Nintendo actually ended up getting a bunch. Or I think it might have been the AV Club. That was it. Um, I think Polygon did the same thing. I think I watched the same thing. It's okay. like just hot reels about a bunch of uh, violence like cut together in sixty seconds. Yeah, I mean to be fair, Nintendo got all the kills because of uh, Hyrule Warriors because <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. Hey man, they had Reggie and uh, Iwata throw down. <laughs> all right, I, say, I will say real quick: I, the violence I saw in the other press conferences, it really it. I guess I don't really pay attention to the, a lot of violent games anymore because I've been playing Mario Golf for the past like month and mm-hmm. Tomodachi Life and all these things. I'm just in a really, really safe and nice ecosystem right now. So when really, I see these don't get home drunk one night and they just have to beat <laughs> down everybody no, in their way. No, they they want uh, 
shrimp fried hats. I don't. That's true. <laughs> um, that's true. But I mean, when I saw that in the Bloodborne trailer, which I'm a From Software fan, like seeing this dog get gored so this man can get a better sword or something, I was just like, man, I don't. This isn't appealing to me at all right now. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of fed up with a lot of violence in games, but that's because I've been golfing with you know Toad for the past month. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's all personal taste because I have heard other friends on other podcasts talk about they're really excited for Mortal Kombat and it's kind of like the gore mm-hmm. in it is also a driving factor just because, I mean, it is like it's like when you're watching Kill Bill Volume 1 you're laughing at the violence because it's so over the top and a lot of this is still it looks very over the top it's so outlandish that it's kind of funny in its own way. And for Mortal Kombat I mean, part of it is just those the those uh, the guys at Netherrealm are just blowing off steam because they were had to do injustice where they couldn't, or they got to do injustice where they couldn't mm-hmm. do any of that crazy gore because now you're doing uh, a lot of uh, DC characters and you're not going to rip open Superman's heart or something like that. Oh please, they've done that before. Well, yeah, that's a bunch of, that's a bunch of hogwash. And I mean, the jo- I think in DC does uh, gore and violence. I stuff. think the Joker had a super in that uh, game that he just you know pulled out a gun and shot you. I think that was Marvel. Uh, that was uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat or something oh, okay. like that. They cut that out. All right, but maybe I haven't played Injustice. Whatever. Um, all right. Anything else we want to mention real quick before we jump into uh, straight handheld games? I think new so. Zelda I think looks, so far we haven't looks, said anything about handhelds yet, which is good. I know, but New Zelda looks freaking amazing, and I really hope it looks like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they said out. it was captured from in-game footage, and and uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I can't get I can't get excited for Zelda anymore. I I just anymore. Can't. Not even if it's like something like it's like Wind Waker, except not in a boat. I I didn't I didn't finish Wind Waker. I barely played Wind Waker, like uh, like most Zelda games. Uh, it's it's hard to get excited for Zelda games anymore for me too, just because I don't know. I feel like they're uh, they just don't appeal to me that much anymore. I don't know what it is. I can't put it into words, but this one really did get me excited because it's HD and the idea. I think I would have fell in love completely with Skyward Sword, but that, you know, standard def stuff really did start to affect my enjoyment with the Wii later in its life. Yeah. Uh, the art style in that game, which is pretty much uh, a very similar to what they showed uh, on the new one, yeah, Skyward Sword still has that, I guess they're still using that same art style, and yeah, if it looks it looks almost like I'm looking at uh, Princess Mia's, uh, like Princess Mononoke by Ghibli or something like that, and uh, just the entire idea of them doing some sort of magic and tech uh, kind of thing that's going on with the, that trailer when he shoots the bow or, or whoever that was in the, in the trailer that shot the bow. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I'm just super excited. I just don't know, like, you know, I hope they don't go Peter Molyneux and promise too much and have to, you know, redact stuff and say, like, okay, yeah, we couldn't really do what we promised that we would do, but we'll try it next time. But yeah, who knows? I, I, I'm really excited. If I, they say I can go to those mountains, and it's basically the entire overworld map, and no loading, basically, in between screens or anything like that. Of pretty much when they started doing three Zeldas, you would have a center uh, overworld map, and then you would go to you know, Kakariko Village, and then there would be another section for Death Mountain right after that. And it's you know all segmented off. Uh, this looks more like a entire overworld map in the sense of. Uh, Link to the Past with the first Legend of Zelda, something like that, and then you go to the dungeon. Yeah, so, I, I, I can't yeah. imagine it's going to be Skyrim, but uh, I would, I would think it has to be closer to that than it would be to something like Ocarina. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, other than other than that, 
non non handheld stuff. I I'm pretty. I don't know. I I built upgrade a upgraded my gaming PC a little bit. I think back in March, and it's just harder for me to get it up for console gaming. But the more and more I see out of Nintendo, the more and more I realize I can't get those games on my PC. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm more excited for console gaming because I own a Wii U, and maybe a little bit more so because there's some things coming out for PS4 and. Actually, I, I don't really know what, what's going on with Microsoft and the Xbox, but yeah, seeing Little Big Planet, seeing a lot of Wii U stuff, yeah, it's, it's getting me a little bit more excited to play games on my TV again. Yeah, I mean, I mean quickly for me, uh, I, 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 I ended up pre-ordering uh, that PS4, and one, because I think it just looks cool, uh, but two, I, I'm ready to buy Destiny. Um, that that yeah. seems good enough for me uh, as, a, as a giant fan of Borderlands. And liking the idea of a of a loot based first person shooter, uh, that that seems like something that could appeal to me. Uh, so I'm going to give that a shot. Um, yeah, the Hub World reminded me a little bit of Fantasy Star Online, which I played a little bit when it came out on PC mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago, and that that it's like uh, gave me that same kind of vibe. So so definitely that, and and then in terms of Microsoft, I think they had a couple really good things that I was that got me excited. Uh, inside man inside, inside looked amazing. looked really cool from uh from our limbo developers um and yeah i i will play that uh um, i will play that when it comes out on steam yeah i better like, I, be, I think that's coming out same same time as pc yeah I it's like xbox one pc same time but i bet that's going to be like a vita game in about a year or two that sounds good to me um, uh, yeah. i want the hell out of some cuphead yeah, what is up with that game? Is that like just like a, a brawler where you fight? It's not even a brawler. It's it's really a shooter. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I guess you you kind of like shoot little pellets. Um, but yeah, it looks it's amazing. A, it's a very nineteen thirties cartoony art style, um, side scrolling shooter. Thankfully, in color though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like if it was in black and white, that would have been cool. Still, but still, like the fact that they're doing like a very nice bright color palette. I mean, maybe they'll have maybe they'll have a. You know, some Donkey Kong Country Returns esque levels where you play in black and white or or, yeah, or do yeah. something like that. Uh, but yeah, that that looks really good. I know that's coming to Xbox, and I'm pretty sure it's coming to Steam as well, uh, from what they've said. Um, so that looked pretty good. Um, I, getting a Crackdown reboot is awesome. Uh, I loved Crackdown, and uh, the Crackdown Two was terrible. So never played it. That's good. You shouldn't have played Crackdown 2. I, I'll never play the first one either. But well, that's bad. You, you should I know. You I'm sure it'll be a free game again on Games for Gold. Yeah. So The original Crackdown was such a treat. Like, that that was out of nowhere, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And 2 was just, I mean, I don't know. 2 wasn't that, just wasn't that good. I don't know. Well, remind me, it sold a lot because the first one, because it came with uh, Halo 3 beta. Right. Multiplayer and, beta. Uh, so that, I, yeah, I just kept hearing like people say either like they didn't really care for it, they tried it, and they say like this is actually a pretty good game. Oh yeah, Crackdown was great, and uh, that was the first game I saw in HD, like on from my friend's 360, and I was uh, like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it had a really nice art style, and uh, I mean, it was it was kind of simple. It, it kind of feels like Assassin's Creed One in a way, where. It's it's really beautiful, but you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but it, it ended up being a really good game. I love the way it played. Um, so I, I'm excited to see what a what a reboot would do and, and how they actually kind of kind of mess with that a little bit. If it looks like that in that uh, trailer, then 
I'd be really interested because that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like Phantom Dust looks uh, getting kind of a reworking. Uh, yeah, that came out of nowhere. And then Scalebound looks like Monster Hunter with some dragon pets, but it's made by Platinum, so I'm kind of interested. With Beats by Dre. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, let's let's move into the to the actual podcast proper here, and, and let's talk about some handheld games. Yes. Um, first, let's let's hit uh, hit Sony since they they went first here. Um, uh, the big news: Grim Fandango. Oh boy! I, I decide that that is the biggest news out of out of Sony's handheld offerings. That's you pretty, and that's just so that's weird news. That's big weird news, and I like it. You and AJ Minotti on the Exploding Barrel podcast are just livid about this announcement, and I'm excited because it gives me a chance to finally play this game that uh, everyone keeps lauding about as probably the best game of all time. And and I've actually never played it either. Uh, <laughs> it's just I've I've wanted to play it for so long. You know, I, there are ways of playing almost all of those other games. Like you, there's there's scum that you can you can go and get. Um, uh, all the other games, and I mean, but it's, this this one is particularly harder to actually like play on modern PCs, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. And and being a person with a Mac, it makes it that much harder mm. and all nigh impossible. So uh, it's it's really nice to see it in a in a way in a on a platform that I would actually have with me. Uh, so it's coming to PS4 and PS Vita. Um, other things too, I've heard too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it'll come to Steam. Uh, and then who knows? It, it might come to to the old platforms of PS3 and Xbox 360. I, I couldn't tell you that, but I know it won't happen. But it'd be cool to see a 3DS version because I mean that that art style. I've definitely seen a lot and heard a lot talked about this game over the years because mm-hmm. it's just that a lot of people feel it's that important. And I've seen like videos, and it looks really nice. It looked like it, it like it, they're probably gonna upres it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it definitely looks like it would lend itself well to still like uh, modern tastes and graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and the fact that Double Fine is actually getting to go back and work on it, uh, and, and Tim Schafer gets to, to rework his old game instead of Sony just kind of making a deal with LucasArts or Sony or uh, Disney now. Um, so that's really cool. I, I'm really excited to play that. That that's always been a game that I've thought. I would love, and I've just never gotten the opportunity. So uh, that'll be good. Uh, then Sony did this uh, pretty. I mean, last year was a really cool thing for Sony, where they put out all those indie developers on the stage. Uh, things like Galaxy and other games that I don't remember, but I remember Galaxy. Um, but it was a really good moment that showed, hey, we're standing with indies. And this year we didn't quite get that, but we did kind of get a, a sizzle reel of. Hey, all of these games are going to show up on uh, PS4 and PS Vita, and they're all going to be pretty awesome. Uh, a lot of them, or not a lot of them, but some of them are already out in some capacity. Uh, something like Broforce, which uh, which actually started as a, a Ludum Dar uh, project called Ram Bros, and uh, and then it, <laughs> it got, got uh, popular enough that they turned it into a full game that's on Steam. You can buy it now, um, and it looks pretty cool. You just a lot of uh, action hero-y uh, references, like, uh, like Terminator and Rambo and, and Indiana Jones and, and a bunch of guys like that. Uh, yeah, a little side-scrolling shooter uh, that has a lot of explosions and some kind of puzzly elements. And 
yeah, that seems like something I would definitely play on Vita in the same way that I'm still waiting for a Rogue Legacy or uh, or some other games like that. Is Rogue Legacy isn't that out yet or not out yet? Soon, yeah. soon. Very that and Galaxy and Nuclear Throne are are the three that I'm still super expecting to play really, really oh. soon. And then something like Broforce and uh, Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. Yeah. Um, that, that was just announced for PS Vita, right? Uh, I think they've always said it was going to be on Vita. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, either that or they, people just assumed, but hey. Yeah. It, um, it makes sense because I think, yeah, it came out PS3, PS Vita. Now we got to we got to watch a little bit of that uh, at PAX East. Uh, some mm-hmm. people playing that. Uh, we didn't actually play it ourselves, but uh, yeah, that, long line. But that's something that we talked about. Uh, on, One of the games on I did podcast. play though, Not a Hero, is coming to yeah. PS Yeah, and that game looked. I thought that game looked really cool, but I could tell that you were playing. Were you playing on a keyboard, or did they uh, have a controller set up? I th- no, I had a. Is it a keyboard? I, I can't remember. I definitely could imagine playing that on a keyboard or mm-hmm. with a controller. Yeah, but, uh, but I could tell uh, it was it was being played on a PC, and I thought, yes. yeah, God, this this is the kind of game that I would love to play on Vita. And it was you got your wish. it was a treat. <laughs> yeah, it was a definite treat to to see that that was going to be something that's coming to Vita. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to hear more, go back to the E3 show from a couple episodes ago. And- yeah, it seemed pretty fast paced and, and cover based shootery um, side uh, from a two D side scroller thing. Very uh, Atari inspired graphics. Yeah, you can hear more on on that other podcast though. But they they definitely, if you look at new uh, videos, they've added a lot more and uh, mm. just looks absolutely insane. So, and then uh, another Ludumdar uh, game that turned into kind of a full thing that I'm really excited about is Titan Souls. And, and Zach, you might be interested in this as well, being a game that is, uh, you know, I've been told is part Dark Souls and part Shadow of the Colossus. I'm listening. And Ooh. that that seems I'm to get too. everybody listening. Um, it's it's 2D, kind of more Link to the Past style of um, perspective, at least. And uh, you you get one arrow. That's That's all you get. And uh, <laughs> you you shoot that arrow, and then you have uh, an ability that brings that arrow back to you, uh, but you can't move when you're doing it. And so the bosses are very puzzly, and I don't think there are any regular enemies. I think they're all bosses, so you can kind of see where the Shadow of the Colossus stuff comes in. Um, and And just all these boss encounters are very interesting and puzzle-like and real thinkers like the the one that i remember um i remember patrick klepek again from giant bomb uh did a worth playing segment that had the ludum dar version and he gets into this room that has a brain in uh, this giant brain that is encased in ice and it's it just comes after you but there's a little fire that is in the middle of the room and you know, he tries to run to the other side of the fire thinking, well, you know, if the if the brain has to run through the fire to get to me, that'll melt the ice. Well, the brain jumps over it. So now, oh. you know, well, what do you what do we do now? And so then he has the idea finally of what what happens if I shoot my arrow through the fire and then it becomes a fire arrow and that cracks the the ice of the brain. And then it goes through a few different stages where you have to fight it in in different ways. But it's one hit kills and it's dark solely in where you go back to the kind of the beginning. Uh, What's this dumb game called? Titan souls. 
Titan Souls. I'm mm-hmm. looking this up right now. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't hear about this. Uh, and it seems really cool, and it's coming to PS4 and Vita, and it sounds like they're adding in a ton of uh, a ton more bosses and, and ideas, and uh, that is something that excites me, uh, even though I, I just can't get into Dark Souls. I've tried. I've tried two times, uh, Dark Souls uh, and Dark Souls 2. I just got it for free, too. I uh, tried it. It's, I'm actually kind of intrigued, but I think I know mm-hmm. just enough about it to get to the through the first area and that's it so yeah not for everybody i hated that game the first 12 hours which is a weird sentence to say yeah i don't hate it uh and i see why people love it but uh i got other things to play at the moment so here's my thing about the vita yeah i'm i I just don't know about all these indie games on the vita like i well i mean it's great like i really want to play rogue legacy on the vita it's a game i put uh, a few hours into on the pc but I, when I saw it come out or get announced for Vita, I was like, yes, this is perfect. The game I love is coming to Vita. But I feel like if I wanted to play that game more, I would have done it already. So I can't get, I just can't get it up for these Vita games that are already on Steam or already on other platforms that I can play right now. Because if I wanted to play them that bad, wouldn't I already? Sure. It's just something, it's something weird. And I don't, I'm not necessarily pining for original content on my Vita. I just, I, when I see like a Hotline Miami 2, I know I'm going to be playing that on my PC instead of my Vita. And, and that's totally fair. And I, and I think the, the disparity comes in that we're kind of two different people in two different situations. Where I don't have a PC, so I can't play those kinds of games. And I have to watch and, and think, man, I'd really love to play that, but I just don't have something that can. Or... Even if I did have a PC, I probably wouldn't love playing those games. I really don't like keyboard and mouse controls and uh, being on a Mac, having trying to do the driver stuff for uh, for 360 controller support is is kind of that's a, that's the beauty about Windows, baby. Plug and play, plug and yeah, play. Yeah, right. That's what I've always heard about Windows is plug and play. Well, <laughs> at least for the 360 controller. Just don't worry about the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Uh, but yeah, it definitely seems like the Vita has become this indie game dumping ground. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's mm-hmm. actually, that's really cool. And a lot of these games now are actually coming out the same day as the PC, as are, are coming out for the Vita and PS4 and PS3. But it, yeah, I, for me, it's like, that's cool. Where's all the like OG content for like from the big boy? Where's the Sony stuff? And mm-hmm. it seems like, at least this year, they're not, at least at E3, they're not showing anything. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly like Xseed RPGs, which is cool, uh, but yeah, and indie games. But you know, and it seems yeah. their push is is the family of of PlayStation products. Yeah, and, and it's a, yeah, and so like if you have a PS4, or PS3, oh, I can just get it on PS4, right. or PS3. It, it's the it's the remote play. It's the cross buy. It's the yeah. PlayStation TV, which you know in before was the PlayStation Vita TV. Don't call it the Vita. <laughs> in something like Japan. But yeah, Vita is kind of toxic here. Uh, so they're just calling it PlayStation TV. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and even then with the PlayStation TV, it's still, it, you can't play every Vita game on it. And people are like, oh, why not just play, you know, pair the Vita with the P- PlayStation TV? I'm like, well, what's the point then? Like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I can blow it up on a bigger screen. Okay. Like, I, I, uh, these games probably do look pretty good blown up on a bigger screen than, like, say, the 3DS, but I still wonder how good they can look. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I think a, a PlayStation TV is something that I will probably end up getting. 
just because I think it would be I, I, I'm curious about it more more than anything else about how Vita games would play on it and mm. uh, I know I've had the opportunity to but but didn't because I didn't have a PlayStation 2 for a long time but I kind of want to play Persona 4 on a television and the only way I've played Persona 4 is on my Vita Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's true yeah that would be a good good example of persona persona game machine so and lord knows there's a lot of people that would do that yeah absolutely even though they could just boot up their ps2 and and play it on a tv like that or, yeah. or probably already did um but yeah i mean i back to your point zach i i don't think any of these uh indie vita games are going to be uh you know smash hits uh, I don't. I don't think any of them are going to sell more than they did on Steam, or or even a fraction of that. But uh, for the people who who don't have access to that, or, or don't easily have access to that, I, I think it's a nice option. And oh yeah, especially for people who love those games, like somebody who loves Spelunky, and then says, you know, I'm I want to have that with me wherever I go. You know, that becomes more of a an attractive, more attractive uh, prospect. Yeah, and Spelunky, I always knew it was a game I was going to be really into, um, but I just never gave it a shot on 360 or on PC. But when I think I picked it up on Vita, and that game turned my crank for months. Right. That was such a fun game. And I, I don't know, I, it's it's just odd because when I see Rogue Legacy on Vita, I'm like, yes, that's that's the environment that I want to play that on, but I kind of already have, so right. it, it's odd. I kind of look at my Vita, I'm like, wow, you're such a cool thing, but... I'm afraid that more people should pay attention to you. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't people love you? Um, But when I look at it, I think, okay, the only thing I'm going to play on you is maybe Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, Mm -hmm. which I could play on my PS3, but I really liked playing Metal Gear Solid 2 on you. I don't know. It's it's such a weird, weird thing. I love the Uncharted series or the Uncharted game for it. Mm -hmm. Like, that was really cool. But I'm not seeing any of that support from Sony, which is kind of a bummer. Um but yeah, I mean, I can wait. I can wait they as need, long as I want. They need Uncharted Drake's kart racing. Oh, mm. God, please. It, it follows no. the pattern of Naughty Dog games. Yeah, I know it does. Kart racer, oh, two, God. three kart racer. I'd rather play The Last of Us kart racing. <laughs> um, uh, we still got to go through two more games before we get the kart racing. Yeah, yet. fantastic. Um, <laughs> one, one more quick possibility uh, about why people should get excited about indie games on the Vita it, it gives the developers a chance to uh, make improvements or, or add things. Like Spelunky, I, I'm almost positive. I can't remember if, if uh, Spelunky's Daily Challenge came with the Vita and then came to PC or the other way around. Or It came to PC. Okay. But, but I think part of that was that, you know, we're going to make a Vita version. Let's, let's do something more. And, and I think it... Uh, encourages developers, you know, if we're going to put this on another platform, let's try a couple more things, and then those things can trickle back to uh, the Steam versions. And you know, now that you have another set of eyeballs on it, we can we can try some more things. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I would imagine that Broforce might have another character or so that they would throw on for the the beta version. Uh, yeah, because well, Broforce for the PC, that's still like Steam early access technically, so mm-hmm. that's still something that's being constantly updated. Sure. Uh, but yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of uh, indie developed PC games, and uh, they're on the Vita. They definitely keep updating them on the PC. It's kind of like yeah, they keep them up to date. Uh, yeah. It's not like not like the olden times where oh, it's released on the on the consoles and wash our hands, it's done. Right. 
Uh, is there anything else uh, Sony-wise that I, I didn't mention? I, I know I went over quite a bit of stuff, and they didn't show all that much Vita stuff. So Tetris Ultimate uh, coming I... to Vita, courtesy of Ubisoft. Great. <laughs> hey, man, 30 years of Tetris. That's that's important. I, yeah. Handheld related. It's a, it's a good game. I, it's an excellent game. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. It is a perfect game, you could say. It's one of the perfect games, sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, why don't we just move right along on to Nintendo? And uh, I think the first thing... I mean, the, the, the first thing we started off with was... Uh, was Smash Brothers, or was it the Robot Chicken stuff? The Robot Chicken robot stuff, chicken like, stuff. Okay. intro to everything. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Of, uh, yeah, it was just a nice surprise, just seeing, like, there was some production done. Uh, and a little bit of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, not, no, you know, not in a wink... Yeah, which three. <laughs> when does Nintendo get this? Like they they had both the Luigi Death Stare and a yeah. Mother Three reference, and it wasn't like gratuitous. Like they're like, oh, it's the Luigi Death Stare. It's just like right. you notice like you know things have been catching on with our YouTube. It was surprisingly feature. well done. Yeah, and yeah. and I think the Mother Three thing was handled in a way where you can have fun with it, and people aren't going. Oh, well, you, you kind of promised us Mother 3, like Sony well, that, kind know, of did with VidBurban. That definitely was more like, that was definitely something Sony wrote. This was something definitely the Robot Chicken guys probably wrote. Yeah. And that Nintendo probably, you know, looked at the final cut and was like, yep, we agree that we can, you know, say those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fun to see Nintendo grow, not only with regards to, like, how their platforms are going. Like, you know, they're they're getting some really cool online stuff with, Mario Kart 8 and Mario Golf and all that stuff. So it's fun to see him kind of get it like that, but still have a unique spin on everything. Mm-hmm. And it's also really fun to see them maybe become more self-aware and do things that other companies would do. Like, yeah. when I saw the Robot Chicken stuff, I, I did kind of go, oh, are they really that out of touch? Like, mm-hmm. Robot Chicken hasn't been a thing since I was in high school. Or maybe it still <laughs> is. And it's, it's it just hasn't, is been, thing, hasn't been a funny thing to me since high school, I guess. But, if, you watch, if you like DC, watch the DC Special. <laughs> that was really I like, good. I like the Flash. Is he DC? Yep. Yes, he's DC. Well, hell yeah, if you like that. the Justice League, watch the DC special. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun to see them kind of maybe start to get it a little bit, but still in their own weird siloed Nintendo way. I'm, I'm, I can get down with that. Yeah, I, I thought it worked pretty well, and and I have some people have kind of disparaged it, but I like the the play with Reggie and Iwata and kind of making Nintendo's executives more characters like the way and part of it i guess is tomodachi life as well because the stuff they've done with bill trinan and reggie and iwata and miyamoto in in just the trailers for those games i thought has been pretty delightful yeah oh it's great like as much as i i i like the sony corporate chain also mm-hmm. like i really liked jack tretton before he left i like shuhei all that stuff that guy does and so i kind of like having these figures you know, on you know the people that are really important at a company start to kind of become more public personas if they're good at it. I mean, I don't think Microsoft has been good at that. Seeing Bill Trennan, Miyamoto, uh, who with the other guy, the president, Reggie. his name, Iwata, oh, wow. and <laughs> and Reggie kind of just goof around on stage. That's a lot of fun mm-hmm. because they're starting to get they're starting to get better at that. Like rewind this seven years ago, that might be incredibly awkward, but now they're more public personalities. Well, go a year ago, and it was still really awkward and. You know, last year they were using Ustream. This year they went like, Twitch and YouTube, and it was way better. Not, not yeah. to mention just like keeping up with the stream, but just like the production value and this like 
them flowing through and, you know, yeah, just pretty much cutting loose. So, like, you want some games for the Wii U? Here we go, here we go. But you want some games for the 3DS? Well, we got a few, we got a few, but, hey, you got enough on there. Yeah, I mean, that character stuff really has evolved in a nice way because, I mean, we I remember Reggie's first E3 where he comes out and says, I'm here to take ass, kick ass and take names. And, <laughs> and then take ass uh, later that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and that was great. And then, you know, I remember watching the next E3 thinking, okay, now, like, what, how are they going to up it? And, and it wasn't. It was just kind of corporate and boring sounding. And it's nice that they've gone back to more of a, uh, a fun uh, thing. Uh, and, like, I remember Miyamoto coming out with his shield and sword. And, yep. All right. Well. But when will I know how to cheer for these online, <laughs> online dreams, Chase? How yeah. am I supposed to cheer? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but cheer when you see Bill Trennan, because that man is a treat. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be him when I grow up. Trennan's pretty cool. I, I wonder what that company's going to be like when Reggie retires. Like, I can't imagine Bill Trennan taking over the head of Nintendo. Of oh, hell, when uh, Wada or Miyamoto retires. Like, yeah, well. Don't say the words Miyamoto and retires next to each other. You'll, you'll cause a frenzy of media. Miyamoto will just ascend to the stars <laughs> Of course, someday. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about uh, stuff they've shown. Um, the first, first games they showed were Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah. Both the Wii U and the 3DS. Um, delayed. They, they, uh, they talked about, yeah, a little bit of a delay, uh, but I'm, I'm not all that heartbroken about it. Um, I'm, I'm just pissed that we don't have a full roster or at least the people that I really need to be on that roster. <sighs> I just want Lucas. I just want Lucas, damn it. <laughs> this, uh, th- this E3 actually announced two characters. It's like they knew I was watching. Because they announced, well, they didn't announce Mega Man. Mega Man's already in the game, so I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that. But then they announced announced Me- uh, Pac Man. Yep. Like, yeah. That's so cool. I'm so excited about that. And, and you see like screenshots. You see like Mario versus Sonic versus Mega Man versus Pac Man, and just like, wow, it took a long time to get to this point in gaming. And it seemed so, like, like a no brainer. I mean, you you have Namco working on the game and helping with some of the development. Uh, so it, it seemed like, yeah, who who are we going to see? I mean, it's got to be Pac-Man or Klonoa, or yeah, are you going to put in a Tekken guy? Like, that'd be... That would Get that be Klonoa shit out of here. <laughs> I think Klonoa would go perfectly in Smash Brothers, but I he agree, would, Pac- but Pac-Man's I the, the, the guy to have. Um, so that was cool. Uh, we also got announcements of Game & Watch, uh, Palutina from, from uh, Kid Icarus, and, uh, and the Me characters, which I thought was oh, yeah. kind of awesome. Um, I I might be m- the most excited about the me characters, yeah, which I'm very surprised about. Um, but yeah, we got uh, we got three styles of me fighters. There's a, a brawler, which is is you know punching with hands. So you probably play closer to something like Little Mac or, or Captain Falcon or something like that. Uh, a sword one, so something closer to Link or Marth, and then a gunner, which plays very close to Samus or possibly like Mega Man. Um, now, do the these uh, are those for the 3DS too, or is this just Wii U? Those are for the 3DS as well. Uh, we, okay. We've been told before that the character roster is the exact same on both, and that the only things okay. that are different are going to be maybe some modes and definitely some stages. Yeah. Um, like I know Animal Crossing has two different style stages uh, depending on which game you're playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the roster itself is is locked. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think I think those guys are, are nice. The, the me characters will also have uh, some customizable moves and customizable faces, of course. Um, so they like they showed an Abraham Lincoln guy or uh, Elijah Wood or Ice T. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be really cool. It's a really cool thing along with Tomodachi life that you have. You know some of these some of these kind of weird things they're doing with Mies. And it's nice to see them stick with Mies when Microsoft has abandoned avatars and Sony has completely abandoned home. Yeah, it's so weird with uh, Tomodachi Life. Uh, I I, I just got this re-attachment to making Mies again. Like, I made Mies for, like, 30 people, and I was having a blast. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, this has been here for, like, seven years, and I just haven't done this. So it's really cool to see them do that stuff. Definitely. Um, and and then we also got another announcement for Smash Brothers, which was the Amiibo support, which is Nintendo's uh, near-field communication, Skylanders, Disney Infinity-esque figures. The toys-to-life genre, if you will. Yeah. Um, what, did, what did you guys think about those? I'm intrigued. Uh, I, I like the idea that it works across multiple games, unlike uh, Disney Infinity and Skylanders, which is just one game or their game series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just confused. Like, so if I buy this Mario figurine and I put it in smash brothers, it's going to have its, I'm, the, the way I see it, it's going to have its own data when I play it, like as a computer, or I play it as, you know, mm-hmm. Mario in that game. And it keeps all the data on that one figurine that I can bring to a friend's house or another console or game. And it shares it somehow. Like it'll share the data depending on how they, implement it in the game so right. I find that intriguing and it, you know if they come out with like I'm, I'm going to guess like they're going to be like Mario and they're going to have all the standard characters and then it's going to be like Mario in a different pose or Dr. Mario or something like that to keep Probably. you know more figurines and what what worry not worries me but what confuses me or uh, makes me curious is the kind of the way that these characters would work. So, you know, Mario, yeah, he's going to work. They, they talked about some other games that Amiibo would work in. They didn't say how it would. They talked about specifically how it would work in, in Smash Brothers. But um, I'd imagine, like they said, uh, Mario Kart 8 uses them, so I would imagine, like, Ghost data. Would yeah, be one. maybe. So, so, yeah, Mario Kart 8, Mario Party 10, um, and uh, some other stuff that I don't really care about. Um, or, or maybe I do, I just don't remember. Um but, like, if I get a Mario, yes, he'll work for Smash Brothers. Yes, he'll work for Mario Kart 8. You know, does he... But w- what do I do with the, the Wii Fit uh, trainer? Because, yeah, she's in Smash Brothers. She's not in Mario Kart 8. Or, but she's in, she'll be in Wii Fit, so maybe, I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you have to not to throw down with your Wii Fit trainer in Wii Fit. Yeah. She'll have she'll know all your movesets. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I think Shadow boxing. It, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of how that continues to work. Um I I love the idea. I, I think this this works better than a Skylanders or eh, maybe not and maybe on par with Disney Infinity that you know, these are recognizable cool toys on their own and then, you know, they have that added functionality. So I, mean, I one thing Skylanders has it, it, it like that base it lights up and everything and that it looks kind of cool just being its own thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, the Wii U has the benefit like it has the gamepad. It comes with 
the game, and they're going to do it across multiple games, where Disney, it has such a huge backlog of characters now that it owns Star Wars and Marvel. It, you know, that thing will just keep going right. and probably sell gangbusters just on brain recognition alone, brand recognition alone. So, I'm less interested in having a functional toy that I can play within a game and more interested in having some interesting series of officially licensed, tasteful Nintendo figurines yeah. that I can have around my place. Yeah, I'm definitely so, going to pick up a <laughs> Samus Metroid uh, like the, her armored edition, definitely one yeah, of those. I don't, and I don't know if these will serve that purpose, but that's what I'm excited about for Amiibo, and that's literally about it. Like, I just don't. The Skylanders thing, yeah, I could see that. Like, I mean, fucking a. If I was a kid and that was out, that would be nuts. Oh, absolutely, but, yeah. You know, I just don't see how I can really get it up for. I say get it up for, and that's kind of gross. <laughs> yep. I'm yeah. sorry. Give it up. Give it up for. <laughs> yeah, but um, I can see something like, like say Fire Emblem. You could have a bunch of the old classic characters. And you could, you know, they said this is coming into 3DS as well, so, mm-hmm. but they have to come with it and you know, make a separate accessory. But, like, you could take one of the, the, those characters, uh, use it in uh, the next Fire Emblem game that comes out for the 3DS, for example, and then uh, play it on, I, maybe it comes out on Wii U or something like that, and take that character and play against it. Like, you fought several times against it, and it has some data compiled against you. Uh, maybe things like that, or it like levels up, and you can take that across other games. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It, it's exciting. It's just a little vague at this point. Right. That would be really. I mean, to have to have some kind of bonuses if you have a leveled up character, almost like a loyalty program at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that could be pretty cool. I don't know if Nintendo is forward thinking enough for that, but um, I I'm interested to see what they do with it in the future. And and yeah, I to, to Zach's point, I was thinking about. You know, man, I I might get one or two of these characters for Smash Brothers because uh, you know it, it might be cool to do it. I don't think I'll I'll use these figures all the time. I'm probably just gonna want to play Smash Brothers. Um, but then I thought, you know what? I I want some more Nintendo toys though. Like I don't have like little figures that would be awesome to to stand up everywhere because just Nintendo doesn't do a whole hell of a lot of that, or at least they don't for a lot of their roster. I mean, you can find Mario shit everywhere, but. Um, well, you know, where do you find a Samus Aran? Where do you find a Kirby? Where do you find a Marth? Um, yeah. And I could, yeah. and then I thought, well, oh yeah, hell, hell yeah, I'm actually just going to buy all of these because I'm a whore like that. And uh, and then yeah, I guess the added functionality is is just a bonus on top. Yeah, um, I mean that's they, they're making toys that I wish I making Nintendo toys that I wish I had as a kid. Yeah, like I would have killed for a little statue of Link as a kid, but. Eh didn't happen now mm-hmm. it is and that's cool i had to go to mcdonald's yeah i mean there were there were ocarina toys i, I remember the action figures at least for ganondorf and, and link and probably zelda but if these are nice like i don't know if they're going to be like die cast or they're going to be plastic or whatever but if they're nice nicely crafted and you know have a little bit of a collector sense mm-hmm. to it but who knows we'll find out yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens but uh they showed the first kind of wave of them and it's a subset of smash brothers characters it's not all of the characters uh, so far that we know of, um, like there's not a Mega Man one, which oh hell yeah, I would buy that Mega Man one, no doubt. Um, but there was Yoshi, Kirby, Pikachu, Wii yeah. Fit Trainer, Link, whatever. Um, so yeah, that that's cool. And Smash Brothers looks good, and we'll get the 3DS version early on October 2nd, and the Wii U version will be uh, later in the year, holiday, uh, probably around November, because um, that's when Nintendo kind of puts those things out. Kind of needed to come out 
uh, around Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. We also saw more stuff for Pokemon. Uh, Alpha, Ruby, and something. Sapphire. Yeah. I forgot. Omega. Alpha and Omega. Yeah, Omega. Yeah, Omega, Ruby, and Alpha, Sapphire. Um, <laughs> which. <laughs> oh. Some, some. I just listened to your. Uh, some jeers. I, just I, I never your... played those, so I have no idea. I'm sure they're great. They're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got the sense when I listened to your episode about uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, they're 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 my least favorite Pokemon games, but I'll be damned if I don't buy <laughs> if I don't buy Alpha Alpha Sapphire probably because I got Ruby before. Uh, but yeah, I mean they, they introduced some more Mega Evolutions. There's a uh, now uh, Mega Evolutions for for Swampert and Sceptile instead of just for Blaziken like they had before, <laughs> and I just sound really nerdy and terrible and damn it <laughs> i feel like i should know those names but i don't they're they were the starters it's like that uh you guys saw the conan o'brien plays uh smash brothers i don't think i've seen that yet i, I heard oh, there yeah. was something out there it's hilarious but uh i, I won't spoil the jokes okay. it, it's great uh yeah it it's it is kind of disappointing that i still remember all these things and uh they won't leave my head um but yeah, so so a few more mega evolutions that we saw. Um, there's going to be whatever. It, they're basically mega evolutions for the the two, uh, you know, title title Pokemon to Groudon and and Kyogre, uh, but they call those like primitive ones or prehistoric D evolutions or something like that. Which I, I have no idea what that'll be. But um, yeah, that I'm gonna buy at least one of those because it's Pokemon and that's what I do. Can they ask Devo to make a guest appearance in these games or something if they're going to have devolved characters? <laughs> Please, that'd be great. Uh, now, before the podcast, Matt, you were talking about a level five game. Would you like to talk a little bit more about that? I don't know a whole lot about it, but um, what was it? Uh, new Man. Fantasy Life, yeah, uh, plus or something like that, or it's a new, new, new fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something about. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. Okay. Uh, I was just wondering because I heard it was announced. Yeah, I can, much, uh, I can tell you a little like bit that. more. Uh, it's yeah. It kind of feels like from the trailers that it would be a mix between a, a Animal Crossing or a Tomodachi Life and Dragon Quest Nine or something yeah. like that. Uh, or maybe even like a Final Fantasy that has a job system. So, so basically it has a job system, but it takes the word job literally... <laughs> where you actually change your profession so you can be a miner or you can be a tailor or uh, I think there might be a soldier class too and and you change your classes to uh, to to do different things in the game and I, it's it seems very much like a Dragon Quest 9 where there's some questing and, and things going on but it also kind of has this lifestyle let's let's live a life kind of thing and I'm sure there's going to be some house building things and uh but it's level five it's got a it's got a real kind of cutesy cartoony art style and those guys those guys just do good work yeah uh, have you ever checked out those level five uh shot games i didn't uh i i did see a lot of uh pe- other people playing them and and they look nice uh, but it's just probably not something i'm gonna get around to i've had I've had Mario. They're short, they're short games. I've had Mario Golf Island Tour on my on my uh, 3DS for a while now because Zach said it was really good, and I haven't played it yet. Uh, so uh, 
That needs let to come me, first. Let me know when you get around that. I'll, I'll save up a little. I'll play some golf with you guys. All right. Yeah. yeah I'll that's make that's a tournament good. using oh, Nintendo's boy. new Ooh. online infrastructure. That's boy. <laughs> uh, Hearing Nintendo's the online infrastructure. Yeah. That's I kind of want to get to the meat and potatoes, though. The, the new uh, uh, intelligent system game announcement. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> So, uh, you had talked before, when we were talking about Amiibo, uh, new uh, Fire Emblem, which yep. this was not. <laughs> no. no. Uh, we, uh, we, they'll make it someday, but this is definitely yes. not it. Uh, it's uh, not Advance Wars either. It is not Advance Wars. Much to many people's chagrin, I guess. It but. is to my chagrin. My chagrin. Are you excited about chagrin. Uh, yes. Codename Steam, though? Codename S-T-E-A-M. Steam. S-T-E-A-M. Strike Team Eliminating the Alien Menace. Yes. Are you excited? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's it's intelligent systems. It's strategy. Hell yes. But I, I'm not I'm not sold on the art style. I'm not sold on the world. Like you you control Abraham Lincoln and a group of historic-y kind of fighters. I don't know if you control Abraham Lincoln. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's just uh, created by Abraham Lincoln. Oh like, okay. Oh why? That Why makes that makes more Britain? sense. He's not from Britain. I'm like, come on, guys, it, just give it a give it a chance, guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the art style is very much inspired by, as they said, Jack Kirby, a Silver Age comic book writer, very right. famous for a bunch of DC and Marvel titles like Silver Surfer and such. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Tim, who is pretty much, if you've watched any of the DC animated series, Batman, Superman, uh-huh. Justice League, uh, the Green Lan- up to the Green Lantern series, it's that kind of blocky style you know square jaw and then it's got really thick black outlines like it'll yep. i'm not again i'm not sold on it but i'm also not completely turned off by it uh, did you see it in motion though or i, I did yeah i watched okay. a couple videos um it's Cause definitely looking at the screenshots you're like oh this looks like 13 if it was done on a n64 almost yeah i mean uh, that's that's most 3ds games it seems yes. like they just look bad when you're but in motion it looks a hell of a lot better yeah. uh, i will say like uh, any any apprehensions I had about how it looks uh, just faded away because I'm excited. It's basically a three, third-person strategy RPG, pretty much like Valkyria Chronicles. I haven't played Valkyria Chronicles. It's one that I definitely want to at some point. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's you're fighting your steampunk your steampunk army fighting against Lovecraftian aliens. So uh, I don't know what people are bitching about. Hey, that. To be to be honest, that does not excite me at all. But I just know the mechanics are going to be really good. Um, and as a as a guy who loved Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow Wars uh, for the launch for the 3DS, as a guy who loves Fire Emblem and Advance Wars, and as a guy who really really loved the new XCOM, uh, this is yeah, the kind of game. This is the kind of game that I could totally see putting a bunch of time into, and and I definitely will. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think it looks really good, uh, and the mechanic stuff looks solid. I like I like Overwatch. I like you know the different specialty powers that people have. Um, but I, I'm just I'm just not quite sold on the the story and the art style and the world. But uh, but you know they have time to sell me on it. I'm sure there'll be a skip button for all those cut, annoying cutscenes, but. Maybe. Uh, yeah, they did a little on their tree. I liked to watch a little bit of the treehouse when I was switching back and forth between the Horizon mm-hmm. uh, Twitch stream, all the indie developers doing their thing. And it, it definitely feels like uh, they're using XCOM, Valkyrie Chronicles, 
uh, and building upon using the terrain, they showed a few examples of using traps or pits and uh, different uh, levels of height to you know use to your advantage or disadvantage, things like that. So uh, coming coming out in another year, so you got to wait a while, but I'm excited. Yeah, I mean it, it'll be a it'll be a solid game. Um. That that was kind of it for press conferences, and Codename Steam wasn't even on the press conference. That was something they announced the day after their press conference yeah. um, at a at a special event, which, which is fine. Which I also actually like. They kind of broke, Nintendo broke up the announcements over the week, which yeah, definitely kind of, you know kept me coming back because mm-hmm. once every all the press conferences are done, there really hasn't been any like Nintendo usually sneaks in something quick, like Pac Man being announced, or, right? something like that for Smash Brothers. But, yeah, I, I definitely like it, like, when developers announce a few things after the press conferences. It's like they blow their load early, and that's it. Now you got to wait till Gamescom. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other things that I that I saw just in trailers that, that excited me. I mean, I know Nuclear Throne was, was at um, E3, and, and they're still working on that and, and putting out new patches and, and things for for some early download stuff that PC players are playing that I don't get to play because I'm waiting for that Vita version. Yeah. Um, uh, Jump Magazine in Japan announced Final Fantasy Explorers for 3DS. Yeah. It kinda... looks kind of like Fable, that new uh, Fable game that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, pretty much a team party, four-player uh, RPG. I don't know if it's going to be an action RPG or a turn-based RPG kind of. It looks right. kind of like an action RPG, so... Uh, yeah, it's Final Fantasy, kind of like Crystal Chronicles, but uh, hopefully better. Yeah, and and they did mention that it's going to have more of a job system feel, and I love the job system. So mm-hmm. for as much as I don't like a lot of Final Fantasy things, the job system is something I really, really can get into. Um, yeah, uh, Shovel Knight is That's still still going to come out real, real soon, uh, and that, that looks good as a as a you know like a 2d platformer 2d side-scrolling platformer that has a bit of a twist and that you are this knight but you have a shovel and you don't have a sword and kind of have to uh, fight things a little a little more subversive subversively than you have before yeah um and then uh persona q it's also coming out for 3ds and that's yeah um that's something i'm still really excited about um there's like a uh what uh uh, limited edition bundle for like ninety bucks or something like that. Yeah, that comes with like half of the tarot cards that you can get, and then the yeah. the fighting game has the other half of the tarot cards. And you know, if you really want to jump in, if you're that huge into Persona, which you know maybe right after I beat Persona Four, I would have said yes, I'm totally into that. But now that I've had some time to gestate, that you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll be okay just playing the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But that that's cool for those super fans out there who who want those kinds of things. Um, so good for them. Um, that's all that I had on my list. You guys, can you guys think of anything else that we uh, we need to talk about? Chase, uh, uh, you're a good friend of mine. Okay, I, I consider you a good friend of mine. But uh, I I'm not getting a good enough reason out of you why they haven't announced a redesigned 3ds. <laughs> They just came out with the 2DS, Zach. Okay. And I, and I bought it, and I think it's great, 
but how many you're just feeding the flames to the problem <laughs> why do you guys need every single 3ds remake all right i'm gonna need a good every problem yes the 2ds is a good problem so i fed it okay <laughs> A redesigned 3DS would be a good problem too, because that original design is so ugly. I can't I with it. No, it's not. I will. I will preface this by saying, Zach, I understand the the issues that you have. You want a you want a 3DS like a regular 3DS size. You don't need yes. something huge, Correct. but you want the battery life and you want a nicer looking system. And yes. and I understand that that's what you want. But I think you also have to understand, and I'm going to kind of go back through the tweets that I sent to you, that, you know, we have four, no, we have three different, we have three different uh, 3DS styles right now. We have a three, we have the regular 3DS, the XL, and now the 2DS. That's three within, what, only, only a couple years of the system being out. It's been, what, four years almost? For the 3DS? Yeah. That seems it's high. over three years. Okay. It came out in 2011. Okay. I first saw it when I was walking on campus, and I saw Chase, and he's like, hey, check out this thing. That's true. I was true. like, what's that? Yeah, yeah 2011. That's yeah. true. Um, but still. In memory. In terms, of, in terms of Nintendo's other handhelds, it hasn't been out all that long, uh, like in terms of console life cycle. So the Game Boy Advance... Just get, get, get yourself one of those SD cards, man, 64 gig <laughs> or whatever the high, I think 32s. I got one for Christmas. But it doesn't seem like space is the problem for them either. It's just the form factor. You're looking mm-hmm. for the right form factor and a little style. That's I fair. want to put That's this fair. thing in my in my pocket, and I want to. I, I just want to walk around and do street pass like I without a backpack because I don't. So wear you backpacks. want a micro, 3ds? I want a 3ds micro, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the GBA got a lot of of redesigns. We had the the GBA, the GBA SP, the GBA micro, or the uh, and that was it. Okay, fine. I mean, there you know there were smaller redesigns yeah. in between and the, of the same thing. And the DS, so. the DS had the DS Fat, the DS Lite, the three or not the three, the DSi, and the DSi, and the DSi, DSi XL. XL. Yeah. So we that's we, four. That's this is probably what we're gonna get. I, yeah, I it's not a real problem because my two DS <laughs> is very serviceable. It was cheap. It's I, I don't really care for the three D effect anyway. I mean, I could go for a, a micro 2DS or a micro 3DS with 2D only. Though that market that that's terrible, um, and I could stick it in my pocket and I could walk away and be happy. But I, I will maintain that Nintendo's never released anything prettier, and I'll use that word prettier mm-hmm. than the light blue, like pastel blue DSi. That was Can a pretty nice it? looking system. Oh, it's so pretty! I, I want that, but as a 3DS, I, I want that so bad, yeah. but I'm not going to get it. Yeah, you're 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 not going to get it at all. They're not going to make a 3ds Lite. They're not going to make a 3ds Micro. We'll it's... see. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's shocking to me, and I, I kind of understand where you're coming from with the whole like iterations when they're needed thing. Um, but they've had this design for three years, and that's not something I'm really used to. I'll say this: I think we will see a Wii U redesign before a new. 3DS redesign. I, I don't think we'll see a Wii U redesign. Really? Yeah. That thing's kind of long, man. When did we see a Wii redesign? And do, that, do not count that Canada-only Wii without the get in the US internet shit. Whatever. <laughs> that And that came that came after the Wii U was already out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I just, you know, from Nintendo's perspective, anybody who wants 
a 3DS can get a 3DS. Anybody who wants something that has more battery life and and looks a little nicer can get a 3DS XL. And anybody who is weary about the 3D and wants something a little bit more child safe can go for the 2DS. And I just don't think they see enough of a market for a 3DS Lite uh, that you're going to get something like that. I think if the if they had made a 3DS Lite and then moved up to a 3DS XL like they did with the DS, I think that would have made some sense. But I just don't see them doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I'll also counter with, you know, the, the 3DS is not the nicest looking system in the world, but I don't think it looks terrible. Um, I, I so didn't. DS fat. I didn't like the, like the little extra edge on the top uh, screen. It kind of goes over everything, and that looks a little weird. Um, I'll also say I don't think the 3DS XL is that big. I can still oh, it's huge, I, man. I can still fit it in my jeans pocket, and maybe I'll I just have really so, big jeans pockets. But I was used. I had it in my pocket today. I'll, I'll say one more thing: is that yeah, they could probably do something that's the same size as the original 3DS and make it thinner. Maybe, uh, well, I, maybe something like a higher-end model, but at this point, I don't see them doing that just because they really just need to crank out cheaper systems. And, like, as, as you know, people say, oh, they're not competing with Apple. Well, they kind of are sometimes, you know, depending on how you look at things, but everyone huh? owns a phone. Also, what do you uh, call that thing? What, what would you call that system? Because you're not going to call it a 3DS. 3DS Lite. No, you're not. 3DS Max. You're you're gonna call it because they're not gonna go to 3ds because 3dss they're not gonna put they're not gonna put 3d in it 3dsx uh... <laughs> the 3d has come and gone for the 3ds system nobody cares no, about I the 3d like I, I know I like it too I saw how to train your dragon too in 3D. I, I like I like I, mean, come on. I don't mean 3d in general I mean 3d yeah, yeah. on the 3ds is pretty much dead Nintendo well, hasn't about, Nintendo hasn't done Kirby? anything with it for a while so what about Kirby. Yeah, a lot of 3D stuff in it. Yeah, but you didn't have to play it in 3D, and it was just fine playing in 2D. Um, It's not like Super Mario 3D Land, where it really, really adds something to it, like gameplay-wise. Oh, and uh, speaking about Kirby, I just wanted one more thing about the E3. I was really surprised that the the sequel to uh, Canvas Curse is coming to the Wii U instead of the 3DS. Yeah, Kirby's Rainbow Curse. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the claymation art style, I think that looks awesome. And yeah, I don't know why that's coming to Wii U instead of 3DS, but all right, yeah. I will. I'll still buy it anyway. Uh, kind of the same with Yoshi's Woolly World. I think that game looks awesome, and oh, yeah. I would rather have had that than Yoshi's New Island. So why, why did we spend the money on Yoshi's hey, New get- Island and not just make that a 3DS game? Yeah, but I, I guess I'm not going to bitch about more games coming out. Whatever. Um, all these games anyway Nintendo's not going to make a 3DS Lite and if they do it's going to be called a 2DS Lite and it's that's going to further confuse everybody they're not going to spend the money to put 3D into a system that nobody cares about the 3D for alright well fine I can I can deal with that but all in all pretty cool E3 it Um, was nothing that jumps out and grabs me maybe I will buy a PS4 later this year, mm-hmm. but right now I'm very much inundated with everything Nintendo, so I can be a happy uh, king baby in my apartment yeah. for when a little does while. Snowman, 
when does No Man's Sky come out? Oh, God. Uh, not 2015 sometime, uh, maybe. Then that's when I'll be picking up a PS4. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and and I'm fine not having a PS4 until September 29th, which is when my Glacier White should be coming in the mail. <laughs> uh, and then I'll be totally fine having a PS4. Uh, I, I will say Destiny looks, looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of 2015 stuff that, you know what, I can, I can wait uh, next gen out for a while. The, I'll probably get a Wii U at some point, mm-hmm. but I'm happy with the 3DS right now. Yeah, I still have a stack of PS3 games that I haven't gotten through yet. Um, I've got more stuff on my 3DS and Vita than I can possibly play, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot anyway. Um, anyway, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for coming on. I think uh, I think we put on a pretty, pretty uh, comprehensive show. Um, why don't you guys tell me and our listeners where they can find you on the internet? Zach, why don't you start us off? Uh, you can find me on Craigslist under... <laughs> no. Um, so I, I tweet a lot. Uh, my Twitter name is Z Fleeman, just the letter Z and then my last name. Just Google that. And I have a website that I blog on every once in a while, zfleeman.com. And I'm, I'm starting a whole bunch of goofy-ass Tomodachi Life. Yeah, I was going to say by blog, you mean just Tomodachi Life photos? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's my blog is blog.zfleeman.com. Oh. My Tomodachi blog is tomodachi.zfleeman.com. <laughs> okay. And that game is so goofy, and I'll be posting about it a lot, and that's basically the focus of my life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, JiggySan, uh, G-I-G-G-Y-S-A-N. Uh, I tweet most of the time, and I do a podcast called Shuffled, which I think I will have an episode out. Uh, whenever this goes up, it'll probably be out by then. Okay. You want to give us a sneak uh, for, preview of the episode? I don't have anything really planned for it, so it'll okay. probably just be a random playlist that I'll put up on Wednesday. Nice. So it's it's music. It's about an hour. I do it about every month now. And, uh, yeah. Cool. As for uh, as for us, you can uh, can go to our website, gamersonthego.com, uh, which hits our Tumblr. Um, you can write into the show either through Tumblr, uh, through a Tumblr ask, or you can uh, go on to gotgpodcast at gmail.com and send us uh, requests for games that you want to hear about or, or just your random thoughts about how terrible Zach is for, for liking the controls of uh, Little Big Planet 3. Um, oh. <laughs> and, uh, and our Twitter is game, uh, GOTG Podcast. So, um, and I'm Chase Kenicky on a, on a Twitter as well, Chase underscore Kenicky, and uh, it's fun. Yeah, this is a, hey, it's, it's nice. Podcast. Before before you hit the dead button on the podcast, yeah. What do people call you at work? Do they call you Chase or Zach? Uh, they call me Chase. Yeah. Wow. I've, All right. Yeah. My my real first name is Zach. Exclusive. Side exclusives right here. Uh, my yeah. real first name is Zach, and I went by that um, through. Um, all of elementary and middle school and most of high school. And then there were uh, a group of people who started calling me Chase. And uh, then when I got to college and I worked at the student newspaper, there was already a guy named Zach who worked there. And I oh. said, you know what? I'll just be Chase. I don't care. It's fine. And uh, that's just stuck from then on. So, uh, And it's helped because uh, I know a lot of other jackasses named Zach. So it's it's nice to differentiate myself <laughs> It, re- it really is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. I spell mine with a K, though, so I'm pure. Well, that I'm H not. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, now that that mystery's out there, uh, I want to thank both of you com- for coming on. 
Uh, I definitely plan on having you both on uh, for future episodes. And, uh, and Zach, maybe we'll just do a Tomodachi Life episode sometime. I mean, I think that's that has to happen. Yeah, right? Because I'm bursting at the seams with this game. <laughs> you going to play Metroid Fusion at any point, Chase? Ah, oh, shit. On, I, forgot. I forgot that you're still handing me about that. Um, maybe. You're not getting a new Metroid game anytime soon. I, so what better time? I actually... I actually paid Club Nintendo coins to get Super Metroid on my Wii U. There so, you go. But that's not a that's not a portable handheld game, Chase. It feels like it. Handheld. I'm holding the Wii U it's, gamepad in my hands, and I don't have it connected to a TV. It's not the same. I know. I know. Um, the The point is, I'm I'm giving Metroid a shot in one form or another, and and Fusion is definitely one that I'm I'm looking at. Okay. Um, so I'm 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 gonna try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> ah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, yes, uh but definitely plan on both of you coming on again real soon. And uh and thanks for coming on and we'll uh we'll see you guys in the next episode. One love.